0: Having car problems? Well, with Froda, getting them fixed is as easy as ordering takeout. They'll come pick up your car for free, do any repair or maintenance needed, and return it right to your driveway. They'll even give you a complimentary video inspection of your car so you can see what needs to be done, perfect for those of us that maybe aren't so car savvy. Book your appointment online at RODA.com, and lucky for you, CityCast listeners get a 20% discount on any service for up to $100 off. Just use the code CityCast20. Here's what DC is talking about. The other day, I spent a night at Players Club, a bar that's also an arcade. You know all those arcade games that were impossible to beat when you were a kid? Turns out, the secret to winning them is to just be an adult who has $20 to spend on beating one video game. From arcade bars to kickball leagues and adult mini golf, DC has a lot of pastimes geared toward our inner children. But does that mean DC is a city for adult kids? My CityCast DC co-host, Mike Schaefer and I met to discuss why DC sometimes feels like a playground for big kids. Today is Tuesday, April 25th. I'm Bridget Todd and this is CityCast DC. So Michael, I am so excited to talk to you today because you actually have a theory about DC that you laid on us. And I had never really thought about it before, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, he might be onto something. Can you (laughs) tell us what that theory is?
1: Okay. So we were in this conversation about the trend of mini golf bars, a theory that I have visited on Unwilling Friends for a long time. But DC, the land of adult children. It is a a place where there are adult kickball leagues, where on snowy days, there are organized snowball fights. And I mean, these are not limited to Washington, but but where apparently bars with kid games see it as a golden marketing opportunity. And I think uh, whatever the broader cultural trends are globally, I think there's something about the kind of people, it's like boarding school, but the chaperones are away forever. (laughs) Uh, That's my theory and I'm sticking to it.
0: What's interesting to me about this theory is that I know that you don't mean it to be an insult to these people who want to go to adult kickball or snowball or the kind of people who are, you know, enthusiastic joiners who really want to, you know, spend their free time doing a group activity that's really meant for a kid. You're not trying to crap on those people. You're just pointing out a distinction that seems to be DC specific. Right. Yeah, and something else I was thinking about it is that everybody knows that DC is kind of a transient city. I remember when I first moved back to the DC area for grad school, and I was sort of having a little bit of trouble making friends. The first thing that everybody suggested was, oh, do a kickball league. Oh, do some (laughs) kind of a group team activity. That is a, a kind of Whether it is or not, because I I certainly didn't make a lot of friends trying to do it, but like that was what people suggested to me to make friends. And that was like how I tried to get back in the social scene of D.C. And so part of me wonders if it's connected to D.C. being a transient city where if you just need a quick way to make some friends and meet some people and get out there socially, join a kickball league, join a trivia team, go do mini golf at the bar (laughs) or whatever. I actually kind of like the, the games at bars vibe, though.
1: There's times in my life that I've been a lot more judgmental than I am now. And I, like I think of in college, right? Like I hated the fraternity people. And, um, you know, I look back now and, and you know, it, it will never aesthetically be my thing, but I think a lot of people were just choosing community. They were away from home for the first time and they wanted a community and that's how they chose it. And it's not my cup of tea and uh, there's a lot wrong with it. But, um, and I think that's, that's a little bit what's going on here. That's a little bit, what I guess this is what is going on, you know, all over humanity, people try to find their people somewhere they try to find a community somewhere again washington tends to draw joiners it's not a place where people who are sort of into urban anomie are like <laughs> disproportionately represented there are places where that sort of person moves a lot more uh, And now again these are all like grotesque uh, generalizations but I, I, I think i think there's something on my side here
0: have you ever read that book by isabel wickerson the warmth of other sons about the great migration i have not so she writes beautifully about how um, during the Great Migration, a lot of the Black folks who were moving from the South to places like D.C., New York, I mean, it's almost the same kind of vibe that you just described. It was that community where they would find each other in churches or they would find each other in choirs and how they, w- they were migrating to this new cold city. And it was leaning into the power of community that made those times feel good and that like how important that was! It was so not an individual pursuit. It was so much of that same spirit of like we're all doing this together. We're all finding ways to be in in community with each other. We're all saying yes to, to these you know chosen families and all that. And the way that they write about it is so tender and touching. And I, I do wonder if we're if we're sort of so removed from what that would be like as someone who comes to a new city today. Like I don't know where that where we, we would find that spirit today.
1: Right. And I think you would like, again, given that it's a lot of post-collegiates, you would, it'd be sort of an extension of your way your college social world was organized.
0: Yeah.
1: I have an old neighbor who's from Iowa. And I remember he he used to say to me how he'd he'd lived in a lot of different places and he had never lived anywhere where more people liked their job than in Washington. Or or if they didn't like their job, they at least (laughs) liked their kind of career. And his, his logic for that was like, if you look at like a place like like Philadelphia, um, where there's not a whole lot of migration in or out. And so you were born there. You don't leave because no one leaves. And uh, then you got to pay rent. And so you get a job. And maybe you like the job and maybe you don't, but that's not really the point. And similarly, like a lot of people move to New York to be in New York. And again, they got to pay rent. So they got to get a job and maybe they like it. Maybe they don't. But here, a lot of the people who move here move for either for a specific job or for a certain kind of career that happens here. And so because they've chosen the career, they tend to like it. The people who are privileged and lucky to get to spend their lives in a career that they chose uh, are going to probably have a greater rate of satisfaction than, than people who are just um, see their job as a way of, of making rent.
0: Wow, you're really making D.C. sound like a city of nerds who are just happy to be here, like have chosen to be here and are stoked about it. But I think there's something that is a uniquely D.C. thing, perhaps. So my partner had been promoted. And so to celebrate, we went to this bar, which I think is now closed, called Players Club. And the it was like one of those bars where the theme is video games. And so they it's like an arcade/slash bar. And we played the you remember that old um arcade X-Men game where it had like four players could play at once, and we had gotten $30 in quarters and for the first time in life, we had beat the game. And we were like, wow, I can't believe we got to the end of this game. Turns out the trick is just being an adult with disposable income who can get $30 worth of quarters and just play all night. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, of course we wouldn't have done that when we were children. But here we are as adults. We have the luxury of finally beating this game that we had played as children.
1: So maybe that's what it's all about. It's about <laughs> like now, now you can do it again, but this time you get to win. Exactly. Yeah, college stands teachers.
0: When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out.
1: Have you ever been to a snowball fight, an organized Twitter, organized snowball fight?
0: I have. I probably have been to the, this is a real like old DC heads might remember this. I've probably been to the most notorious DC snowball fight. It was the one organized on Facebook. And the reason why it was notorious is because like an off, like somebody hit somebody else with a snowball. The person that they hit happened to be an off-duty DC cop. And that cop, Responded by like waving a gun around, and everybody was like, "Wow, that is a overreaction for being hit by a snowball in a snowball fight." Uh, That was the only organized snowball fight that I've ever been to in DC. Have you ever been to one?
1: No, I have actual children to take to a snowball fight.
0: (laughs) Okay, first of all, I feel I I I sense a little judgment in the way that that comment was worded.
1: Right, maybe. (laughs) Let me put it a different way. There's a time in my life when I might have sniffed at this sort of thing, but people are choosing community. They're choosing fun. They're, um, why not? You know. Well,
0: let me ask you this. I mean, this is one of the questions I had to like gently push back on your theory. How much of this do you think is like a real DC phenomenon, and how much of it is that you and I personally are? aging out of certain things and so it's easier when you have aged out of them to look back with a little bit of like what are these kids doing like this is not adult behavior
1: i mean yeah i'm sure it's that but that doesn't mean it's not accurate when i I think of my like time in dc and like you know i was totally full of it too but just my thing ran in a different direction than most of my peers like we were trying to act like more sophisticated than we were and more edgy than we were. Um, so we would have like not done anything like that. Like, What were we you did, doing? We did other kinds of stuff that was like easily and widely mocked.
0: Yeah, I'm aged out of most of this, but I had a, a time in my life when I just came back to DC when I was like in grad school and I was like, oh, maybe it's kickball games, maybe it's this. And then when I got a little bit more comfortable in DC, I was certainly not, you know, doing adult kickball leagues. I was like doing drugs at health shows and stuff like that. Like that's what my friends and I I were doing. Yeah. Which, yeah, we thought we were so cool. But I wonder the young people in the city who were like you, who were, you know, maybe choosing something else. You weren't choosing community. What are those young people in DC doing today? If they're not going to kickball, if they're not going to, you know, mini golf, like what is the pastime for DC's Young disaffected person who is not a joiner. Like, what are they out there doing? Are they still doing drugs at house shows? Like, that's what I was doing. I, I
1: don't know. I, I don't, they don't. They don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> they don't
0: ask me. They don't ask me either. If you if, if you're listening out there and you're a disaffected twenty something, hit me up. I want I want to do what you're doing. I want to see, I want to see what you're doing for fun. I do think the idea of of DC being a city of perpetual adolescence. I guess I, I think you're onto something. And I think it's easier to see when you are a little removed in age from that vibe. Because you can't be like a parent of young children who also works. And you're probably not going to be spending your time going to snowball fights or sledding for fun. <laughs> like, and not bringing your kids.
1: I think that would be frowned upon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. You figure, like... In your 20s and probably in your 30s and your 40s and your 50s and 60s and 70s, everything, like you're going to do something that's like annoying and easy for other people to make fun of. It seems like not a bad thing to do. The adult kickball leagues and the snowball fights compared to like faux, world weary, pretend disaffection, whatever. <laughs> Come on. At least you're having fun.
0: I mean, it's so funny because I feel like, I don't know, I spent a lot of my young adulthood pretending to be too cool for school and looking back at it, it's very right. cringy how much i probably missed out on that was really fun because i thought i was too cool for it or was pretending to be too cool for it
1: and maybe that's dc's real magic it's not cool enough for school
0: <laughs> but being too cool for school is is actually it's like that simpsons quote like being uncool makes you cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> right sounds good to me i got some kickball to play
0: Yeah, I got to get to my uh, adult snowball league.
1: (laughs) All right, I'll see you there. Do not bean any cops, though.
0: (laughs) I'll try. (laughs) Bye, Michael. Thank you for this. And before you go, some quick news. Check your Spice Cabinet. Ground cumin by Lapari Foods has been recalled in 16 states, including Virginia. Apparently, the cumin may have been contaminated with salmonella. No one has reported getting sick, but best not to risk it. Meanwhile, a fake fire inspector scammed the owner of Pearl's Bagels out of nearly $1,000 this weekend. He came into the store at a busy time, pretended to check the fire suppression system in the back, and then charged $970 for the work. Afterward, the owner realized that the inspector's company and name were fake. Consider yourself warned that that guy is out there. Also, good news if you're a fan of bivalves: Virginia's oyster harvest looks to be its largest in three decades, thanks in part to careful management. But don't expect oyster prices to drop quite yet. There's still a large demand for high-quality oysters. And lastly, the notorious Cool Kid Happy Hour, Jazz in the Garden, is starting up May 19th with the band Martha Redbone Roots Project. The concert series is held every Friday during the summer in the National Gallery's Art Sculpture Garden. Check the set list and be sure to sign up for the free ticket lottery the week before any shows you want to see. And lastly, of course, we've got today's DC Life Hack. If you've got family driving into town to visit you during the week, they can still get street parking. You just have to sign up for a visitor permit on parkdc.com. Both the resident and visitor need accounts, and the process is quick, easy, and fully online. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. And if you have enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend who you'd join in an adult snowball fight? They can rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. valves by okay